Hi, this is Mitch Doan, and along with Jamie Richardson, we're your hosts of the Breakthrough Active podcast. We aim to deep dive into health and fitness that will help bring you a better understanding of topics that are of interest to you and can help you on your own journey. If you are enjoying the episodes, we'd love for you to leave us a rating on the platform you listen to your podcasts. Enough from me, sit back, relax and enjoy the episode. Good morning, everyone. This is Mitch from the Breakthrough Active Podcast. Uh, I've actually got myself a new mic. For anyone who is watching here on Facebook, you'll see a little microphone off to the side. So I'm hoping that does improve my sound quality a little bit. Uh, at times when I've got barking dogs or birds out the uh, side of my office here or some uh, tradies up the road, sometimes it can impact on my sound. So I wanted to get a mic just to improve that a little bit. So let me know if it sounds a little bit clearer than normal. Uh, what we are going to be talking about today is resting heart rate and why you should track it. So this is something that I have been keeping an eye on and tracking myself for the last, ooh, what would it be, three years, since about 2019, middle of 2019. I got myself a Whoop band, which uh, similarly to... Um, an Apple Watch or Garmin or a Fitbit or anything like that. It does keep a running track of your heart rate during workouts as well as your resting heart rate, which is normally determined when you're sleeping and gives you a number there each day to, to show what your resting heart rate is. So the uh, purpose of this today is to talk about not so much what resting heart rate is because we are going to be talking a little bit more about that in upcoming episodes, but a little bit more about why we should track it. So it, it is something that if you are into numbers, which I have found over the years that a lot of people are, we, uh, we tend to obsess over, uh, over numbers a, a little bit. And it is really nice to have a number like a resting heart rate to be able to look at each day and see if it's higher, lower or the same as the day before or the week before or even the year before. So I think it's it's something that is very easy to track as well. So all you do need, I mean, you, you can do it old school where you literally just put your uh, fingers on your pulse and count the beats for 30 seconds and then double it to get your resting heart rate there in a, in a minute. Um, but for, for most people these days, we do have some sort of band or watch or, or heart rate monitor or something that we do wear. Uh, maybe not all the time, but it is something that you can track very easily if you are someone who is wanting to. So like I mentioned earlier, I use a whoop band. Uh, it is something that I have found to be really accurate. I had used uh, Garmin in the past. This was sort of four, five, six years ago and found that the accuracy of it wasn't as good um, but I'm sure, you know, a few years down the track and some improvements in that would have helped that. But I'm really happy with the Whoop Band. It, it tracks everything very well. Um, and the reason that I like to, to track heart rate and why it does pique the interest of, of a lot of people who are interested with their own health and their own performance is it's a really good indicator of their lifestyle and it's a really good indicator of their health in general on any given day and gives them a snapshot of you know what their general health's like because one thing that has been really interesting for me over the years is I live a very routine life I uh, you know I go to work early 
most days I you know exercise and eat well most days I drink enough water most days and I go to bed roughly at the same time most days now this isn't seven days a week 365 days a year but if I was guessing I'd say 90 to 95% of the time that would be me so the interesting parts that I've found is that five to ten percent of days where I am outside of that routine and I have found there to be massive fluctuations in my heart rate on those days so uh, just to give some context to this my over the, the year since 2000 I can get it up actually so just looking at my phone here since September 2019 that's when I started wearing it and my average resting heart rate has been 42 over that time, which is, which is quite low, uh, but it has been on that on average for for the last you know nearing nearing three years. So the fluctuations to that tend to occur when I've had a really big day of either you know just being busy running around doing things, and or if I've had a big day of exercise and training, I find that the next day that my resting heart rate is a little bit higher. Um, Times when I do eat later at night, if I am having a bigger meal closer to bed, uh, or days that I am a little more dehydrated, if it is a hot day or I haven't drank as much water as I should, I find that I have an elevated heart rate the next day compared to what my norm is. But the, the biggest one for me, which I've really found to be true every single time, is when I have been out drinking alcohol the night before, the next day my resting heart rate has absolutely skyrocketed to the point where I've seen it, uh, I think 60 beats in the minute. It was uh, was the highest I see. Normally it's around the mid 50s if I have been out the night before. And when you consider that my resting heart rate is normally 42, that is about uh, you know probably 30 to 40% higher than what it normally is, so quite substantial. Uh, but where that interests me is it shows what lifestyle choices that I make impacts on my heart. So not just my resting heart rate and that number, but it is literally affecting my heart, some of the choices that I make in relation to my health, whether it be what I eat and what time I eat it, whether it be uh, what I'm doing through the day, how much exercise, how much stress I have, uh, as well as how hydrated I am. And then, like I mentioned just there, the lifestyle choices I make around alcohol. So I find it really interesting, and maybe I'm the, the only nerd amongst us, but I find it quite fascinating that, that certain things can really impact that heart so much to the point where it is having to beat 10, 15, 20 beats per minute more just for me to be able to function and get by. So ever since I've started tracking it since 2019, I check it religiously and find that, you know, for me, like I just uh, mentioned earlier, there are those four or five things that affect it on a day-to-day -day basis. Uh, most of the time I am pretty steady, but yeah, really, really cool for me to see uh, what negatively affects it. And then in the opposite as well, there are some things that I do that affect it positively. Uh, and it is the opposite of, of those things that meant that uh, affect it negatively. So when I do eat earlier in the in the evening and give my body enough time to digest that food, when I drink enough water, uh, when I get lots of sun exposure, that's that's one thing I have noticed as well. And then obviously when I'm when I'm not drinking alcohol, uh, it's a lot lower. Uh, but I think to to summarize, you know, what I've mentioned here so far, and to to sort of bring it all together, the reason why I think it's really important that people do track it, if they even have the slightest interest and they have the the technology to do so, so if they have a band or watch or something there, is it can allow us to make lifestyle changes that are really going to help 
with both our short-term and our long-term health. So using myself as an example, like I, I said there earlier, for me to notice that when I eat late at night, so if I'm going to bed at nine o'clock and I eat dinner at eight, that affects how I sleep, it affects my heart rate, and the next day it might be 47 beats a minute instead of 42, so I see an elevation there. A lifestyle change that I can make is to ensure that I have my dinner earlier in the night. And I have found that over the years that when I do that, that will drastically reduce my resting heart rate to the point where it'll be steady like it is most of the time, as opposed to if I have a large meal late. And that's not going to necessarily be the case for you. Everyone has different things that they may need to to change or may need to, to consider from time to time. And the really cool thing about tracking it over the course of a long-term period, in my, in my case, three years, but even if you are doing it for a few weeks or a month or two, you will start to see patterns within your lifestyle and see that there may be some things that are, that are affecting your heart rate. Uh, both positive and negative. And if you're able to, to identify those and then make changes based around uh, what what you feel like needs to be changed to get that heart rate a little bit more stable and steady, then I feel as though they're going to be really good and positive changes for your health as well. Because it has been proven, it has been shown that your resting heart rate is a really good indicator of your overall health. And that's something I'm going to be discussing here in the upcoming episodes. But yeah, for anyone who, who nerds out on numbers and, and tracks this you know, closely, I, I commend you for doing that. And I, I found for myself that when you do do this, then you are able to make uh, some changes because you're really seeing it in black and white and seeing the data as to what's affecting your heart and what you may need to change once you start to track some of those lifestyle choices and some of those patterns that you have within your lifestyle. So I'm going to leave it here for today. There'll be more to come in the upcoming episodes about heart rate, but just wanted to talk briefly about tracking it. And uh, I'd be interested to hear if anyone uh, else tracks their heart rate and has done for a little while and what they've seen uh, has been catalyst for change and, and maybe a few things that does affect it on a day-to-day and week-to-week basis. Okay, guys, thanks for listening. Have a great day. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If there is a topic you'd like us to discuss that we haven't already, please make sure you reach out in Facebook Messenger and we'll do our best to cover it in the upcoming episodes. For those of you enjoying the podcast, we'd love for you to like, subscribe and leave us a rating. It really helps us grow and spread the good word. Hoping you're all having a great day and we'll be sure to see you on the next one.